This is Michael, you're listening to Models of Masters, and I'm so grateful you're here. I'm breaking down personal stories, learned wisdom, and pieces of insight I hope can help you along your journey. Head over to my website, michaelbecker.org, for much more. And with that, let's get right into the show. relatively speaking, and on a global scale, right, we're both very blessed in that we live in a country that we have the ability to to express ourselves rather freely, right? Um, there are a lot of people that are in places that, for many reasons, whether, you know, like different restrictions or just access to internet and technology that don't have the the luxuries that, you know, we're, we're very grateful and, and um, in a good position to have. But with that being said, you know, we are seeing a, what feels like a resurgence in um, a lot of things that, you know, really are illegal, um, at least according to the Constitution of the United States. And this is by no means restricted to the U.S. Like this is something that's happening across the world. We're just seeing it really highlighted in, you know, a lot of different ways. We've seen the president of our country recently be censored. Um, that's to say nothing from my perspective one way or another on, on politics. I don't really want to get into that today. But again, it, it's evident. It's like right in your face, sort of hidden in plain sight. Look at what's going on. So, Yeah, and honestly, I think more people should play the devil's advocate when they're considering what's good and, and bad for them, especially when, you know, companies or corporations like big tech are trying to play um, big brother and curate every everything that you consume i mean that's that's the first red flag you can't you, you know you're you, you're here to think critically and engage in your own self-awareness through free will but the moment you you let them speed or spoon feed you this information you all of a sudden lose the credibility because now you're entrusting them with your entire world your whole reality is coming through their eyes and ears so that's something I really want to tap into, which is um, the fact-checking aspect of, of it, meaning that it's it's gotten to the point, and this is also very Orwellian, but the fact that we can basically have a post with a single keyword, not even necessarily spoken aloud, just featured somewhere in a graphic or you know, somewhere in the text, and all of a sudden the algorithm picks it up and slaps a content uh, misleading label on it, saying the information could be harmful, which is quite literally um it's just absurd no no information's harmful that you can't discern for yourself and that's where that's where we get into the kind of duality of who's fact checking the fact checkers and then you realize nobody is and so that's where it gets tricky i mean we are very blessed to live in a place where free speech was um you know upheld to the uh, utmost extremes but it's slowly unraveling to the case where we see that because people are becoming more subservient, um, lots more fluoride is being consumed. It, mm-hmm. it kind of leaves us with the conditions of um, ignorance. And unfortunately, what that does is that it takes credibility away from the honest truth seekers like you and I that are constantly just expending our energy and really investing in putting everything we have into this whole great awakening and making the most with the time and the resources we're given so that we can help others find the light for themselves. Because, you know, if even without technology and and all this, we'd have our own personal awakening 
and we'd be completely content doing so. But the reason we return and we we constantly plant these seeds of awareness is because we realize that this is much greater than us. This is a, a whole effort from everyone. And the moment they censor us, um, they threaten our advancement too in reaching those who really need to hear this information. So I did a little bit of research prior to hopping on here tonight. So I just want to share this with everybody. If you're not familiar, essentially what we're talking about, again, just from our perspective, right? Like I'm not an expert in in this stuff. I, I'm not a lawyer, right? I, I don't have background in specifically like free speech. However, I can speak from my perspective as a content creator, as can Spencer here as well, um, who are who is putting in that time and that energy to create this stuff. Um, so one thing that I found with regard to Facebook and Instagram, if you didn't know, Instagram is a Facebook product. Um, so Facebook, essentially, it does monitor what is posted on the platform, right? There, there's tons of stories of Facebook essentially dipping their hands into people's pockets um, and removing content that people post. Now, Instagram also reduces the visibility of questionable content that has not violated Instagram community guidelines outright. So obviously things that violate outright, which would be like inciting violence or things of that nature, right? You can understand why something like that might be pulled. Um, and then in addition to that, the Instagram discovery product lead said, we've started to use machine learning to determine if the actual media posted is eligible to be recommended to our community. So Instagram moderators also label the borderline content, um, which is what this questionable content is called, borderline content. Um, and its algorithm then uses those labels to identify what that content is and then suppress it reach. So yes, Instagram is reducing the reach of this content from hashtags, from the explore page, which is where we rely on a lot of new followers to sort of find us, right? Mm -hmm. um, this is what a shadow ban is and it explains this drop in engagement that let me just tell you it's very obvious right if you don't oh, yeah. have an account that you're working to grow and build every day you may not be as privy to to that right but it is clear it's obvious my big question here spencer is how so we must be on some sort of a blacklist right they must have a list <laughs> my question is do they have actual ai machines that are doing this or is there a team or group or individual that is monitoring a set of accounts and, and looking at what we're doing yeah and, and that's where it gets interesting is because when you realize that it's both a physical and non-physical effort you can start to gauge the scope and scale of this entire operation mm -hmm. i mean this this goes far beyond the president but what the president does is it basically sets a benchmark of um, this is how far they can go. You know, if they can censor the president, there's no stopping who they can censor. You know, they got RFK in there. They got a bunch of prominent individuals who are really making waves in the community. And what my, my issue is, it's not necessarily that they're um, quote unquote blocking us or preventing us from saying certain things. But a lot of people don't understand that when you're when you're shadow banned, or even worse, when you're censored to the maximum mm -hmm. of getting your account deleted, everything's gone forever. All of that information, all of the the content, the times, the links, um, you know, even for some who have who have been successful in monetizing their channel and really calling forth abundance to help support their continued journey, all of that gets completely just dropped out. And that's more so a concern because now it's beyond opinion's sake 
you know, they can they could flag our, our, our videos, they can put that little warning label on our, our posts and and do all of that. But when they actually physically extract your account mm-hmm. or even your posts, mm-hmm. that's a complete, you know, that that's just an assault on free speech itself. Absolutely. And it's really scary to think that we could be facing that, especially in the year 2021. So it's like, okay. And you know, Michael, even like backtracking a minute, like before this whole COVID thing started, um, I kind of predicted something like this. I saw it coming, but I didn't think that they would actually, you know, pull that card. I didn't think they would actually go fully into it because, you know, obviously when, and for anybody listening, you got to realize that our only incentive in bringing you this information is to have you think for yourself. Mm-hmm. That's, that, that is our, our ultimate goal. We're not here to convince you of anything. We're here to just put information out. And if you resonate with it, that's brilliant. And we, we hope that you share with others and that it has this domino effect. But, you know, there's a lot of predictive programming going on wherein they have an agenda to fulfill. And this, this could be mostly attached to false flag events, to certain agendas that they're currently in pursuit of. But basically, they create the ideal conditions for complete uh, totalitarianism and, you know, just this overwhelming authoritative presence where anything that goes against the agenda is automatically considered false, which is, you know, mathematically insanity. It, it, it makes absolutely no sense why everything that we say that contradicts A can't be its own thing. And that that's not that's not the government or that's not big tech trying to protect you from information that doesn't even exist what they're trying to do is to prevent you from awakening to your full potential experiencing the same trials that we have the same synchronicity all of this stuff that the beautiful world of the great awakening has been forcibly suppressed and we get into this really strange reality where hashtags like the sun <laughs> or the great awakening itself is censored and you have to ask yourself, what is that really saying? Is there is there real credible threats to, quote unquote, my reality, my life, if I hear this, quote unquote, misinformation? Or is this something I want to look further into? So while, while it is a catalyst to help some realize that there is corruption in the world, it, it also leads the people towards the right information, given the right context that they can uh, interpret from the whole situation itself. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Man, uh, I think for me, like I'm, I'm less concerned with you know, the CDC posting a you know, coronavirus notification on one post. It's like okay, that you know, that's fine, whatever, right? Um, or or a fact checking sticker on a story that I put up. It's like okay, clearly you know they're monitoring they're watching right it just has a it has like a big brother feel right it's like yeah. are we living in 1984 here but i think the again like the bigger issue for me man is well i think there are a lot of kind of interesting ideas here that we could get into i think one thing that's disturbing is that i know me like i'm leveraging my page and my my brand right these are brands that we have created we mm-hmm. own the rights the intellectual property rights to what we create just as everyone does um and a lot of us are using these to create income to create abundance right we rely on these in a sense because they are ours right and that's not to sound uh um self-absorbed right but at the end of the day like i own my brand you own your brand yeah um just like a house just like you know a car um and 
to, to have that sort of uh, um, property, you know, sort of uh, stolen from us, some of us in that way, it just feels very intrusive. Um, and then the other thing, again, that I just, I guess I find more fascinating than anything else <laughs> is what is this leading to? And you kind of alluded to it, but it's like, mm -hmm. if this is going on, what's the next step? And then for me, I'm like, how's this happening? Like at a higher level, right? Like, right. So Instagram, that's a walled garden, right? Like ultimately we're working in this place. Joe Polizzi, my favorite content marketing guy calls it rented land. He says, don't build your house on rented land. Right. For this reason, like you can't control what the algorithm does, but you'd never think, when you start a content platform that the algorithm algorithm is going to be used against you right or that there's going to be people that are looking at what you're putting out with the power and the ability to actually change that information or take that information down and that's that's a bit worrisome for me yeah and and honestly the first the first time i realized how serious it was was when I immediately, I, I made this post about NASA kind of exposing that whole situation. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, as anyone uh, speaking on quote unquote conspiracy theory uh, and all of this, all these concepts, which actually have a lot more credibility than many have been led to believe, um, we have the right to do that. We have the right to speak and honor our truth no matter what, what it looks like and have it be out there because you know, if it is as incredible as they claim it to be, then it should have no threat against their, their whole way of life or um, their agenda that they're playing out because we are not directly attacking them if we're speaking illegitimate facts. But the, but the thing is, censorship follows those who speak the truth. This is something that I found at my very core in that. Yes. Basically, if something resonates, or you, you see it making a big enough difference in the collective or it's shifting consciousness is right. essentially the archetype we're working with here. Yep. Um, we trigger basically that immediate resistance from the system, from the matrix that is trying to keep some of the, the people who have not awoken to their truth or their light or their soul um, trapped within the system because it's all manufactured. And the moment they lose control of someone's mind, they lose them indefinitely. And I think that's the beauty in it too, is that once you're awake, you're awake forever. So it's like, they will literally go to the extremes to prevent you from doing a certain thing or sharing content in a certain way because they realize how much potential you have. And, you know, for me, just getting that initial scare of them, you know, because I, I usually post with about 10 different slides per post just to kind mm -hmm. of give a nice visual reference to what I'm speaking on. And they forcibly removed seven of the 10 slides. That was my, my first, you know, wake up to the, to the severity of the situation is, oh my gosh, you're right. Just as Michael said, we are building a house on a borrowed land. So this is like, this is kind of dangerous territory, especially considering the fact that everything that we're doing is for others. And, you know, they, with them having the keys to the castle, it kind of puts us in a weird place because now we have to abide by their rules, no matter how corrupt and no matter how outwardly um, obvious it mm -hmm. is that it's coming from them. We have to play by the rules. And, you know, just like we were talking about a little earlier, is that we're not even necessarily dealing with humans at this point. Right. We're dealing with artificial intelligence. And right. this is something that should scare the crap out of anyone who is decently awake or has seen Terminator or, you know, Skynet, <laughs> all these different things. 
because you know the sci-fi is reality and that's what people don't understand is that the greatest force uh, we have is you know the action over thought and idea and so when we provide alternative ideas and thoughts uh, that contradict the mainstream narrative they don't like that and we become immediate targets labeled all of these insidious terms when all we're doing is spreading love and light essentially at the end of the day and i just i find it so awkward that that right. so many people can see this apparent blatant censoring happening on all levels if it's their favorite celebrity speaking out about the truth or if it's the president or if it's even themselves being prevented from commenting on a certain post because you know even even comments and you know direct messages are being like watched so it's like we're we're in a really delicate balance of just trying to hold our ground speak our truth and not be shaken because that's the way you move forward and you know when you're dealing with extremely serious topics like human trafficking or mm-hmm. vaccines for that example mm-hmm. um these things have very real impacts on the world and if it's not addressed then it kind of goes under the rug and they keep perpetuating these vicious cycles and we're here to stop it because we are light workers and i know if you're listening to this you most likely are too and you know your duty and responsibility to stand and honor those that you love and just be the the mirror for them be be the shield and really just anchor because we're not here to fold under their pressure that's the, we are we are the we are the thing to break their their tower of cards and i'm so happy to be here um, just as i know michael is to speak our truth and and be on the front lines but with that frontline responsibility comes a a sense of danger and urgency to get the information out something i'm being guided to share is that another huge impact of the perception of censorship is self censorship so let me say it again one of the biggest ways that the perception that we're being censored impacts and affects us is by us then censoring ourselves and that's something that i whether subconsciously or consciously have found myself doing more over the last weeks and months even in dms like you said even on texts right i don't want to be this this guy who's spiraling down into this dark corner of paranoia and, and fear right but yeah. you know you got to find that place where it's like i'm not in fear but i am just living in reality and trying to be aware of what is actually happening i think that's where i'm trying to live right now and and it's easy to fall into paranoia it's easy to fall into um you know conspiracy land in that space right when you start thinking about it looking into these things um and i think that's just from a personal note that's one reason i i try to steer clear as much as i can of a lot of these topics that are being targeted on on my page but again like for those that do feel guided to share that information um they should be able there on the web that in my opinion like really shouldn't be out there that's different than this that's worse than this right um and again spencer mentioned it but when you understand that world war 3 will be fought not on a battlefield but over information and the perception of human beings over consciousness then the global awakening of that consciousness suddenly becomes the worst nightmare of those that are staging that battle right and i won't go into you know the the real deep rabbit hole but if you haven't done so already just go google who really runs the world there's a great graphic on in5d.com um 
that will that will really uh, open your eyes if you if you haven't dug into that yet. Again, that's its own rabbit hole. But understand, uh, I'm just going to say this: like Facebook is arguably Illuminati owned, right? Cabal owned, right? Dark government, all of this stuff is real or you know there's reason for people to believe that it is and that's i'm not concerned with that right i'm concerned at the end of the day with me and doing the best that i can with what i have but again these are some of the the powers that we're up against right and negativity is an interesting thing right these high level malevolent ets right or archons or uh you know you can really start to go down a rabbit hole here again but whether they're whether it's like real or not or you believe it or not um you know there there are things happening beyond our control and beyond our senses that's clear so we need to figure out how to operate within the walls that we find ourselves i just find that interesting yeah and you know just just as you were saying we we really do have to bite our tongue when it comes to certain topics and that's it's a little discouraging to be honest because you know there there are a lot of esoteric principles and uh symbols that wouldn't be necessarily approved or get the stamp of approval from these big tech corporations so we're kind of forced to either postpone or delay uh these really informative deep topics of teaching people about their ancient truth and origins simply to cater to the uh algorithm in in play and that becomes a problem too because that's immediate censorship now we're we're doubting ourselves and what we can post because we're afraid of getting backlash. And you know, luckily, I mean, we, you know, knock on wood, we both both Michael and I have been fortunate enough to continue our pages um, you know, through all of the censorship and not to have had anything terminated. So that's why we have to be extremely careful right now, but the whole point is not to be careful. It it's to be able to honestly and radically speak everything that comes to mind. simply because we're given that freedom to do so. And then the moment you realize that you actually don't have that freedom, mm-hmm. that it's highly curated and you mm-hmm. are being watched, uh you realize how bad the situation really is. But just just as we were speaking on, you know, the negative en- energy associated with these companies. Um take the news for example, all they do is benefit from fear, anxiety and worry. you know that's they they love that because not only does that ensure a low vibrational state in the collective and to keep people in a perpetual state of disbelief and um and just worry itself that's what feeds the fire that's what gives because these i mean if you've ever looked into the topic of loosh basically the energy we output can be received uh by them and they can actually uh benefit from from even just generating that kind of fear into the collective mm-hmm. and injecting that poison when when in reality the cure and the antidote has always been hope and love and so we provide that cure we're out here constantly speaking our truth putting our our necks on the line because we we care you know there's no other incentive behind it other than to bring everyone back to unity consciousness and so when michael says there's an attack on consciousness it's exactly what what it, what's happening is that this transcends even the most 3D concepts of of shadow banning, uh, censorship, all of this because this is more than protecting your your mind from false information. This is about keeping you in a perpetual state of discomfort so that they can benefit from you because you're more of a product than and than you are an actual soul and human being. Yeah. And it's so it's it's troubling to me because I realize how bad it is and how much we are fighting an uphill battle. 
considering the fact that we are playing on their home turf. And, you know, we, we only rely on tech because it, it's our immediate connection to everyone in the world. Mm-hmm. You know, until, until everybody gains that clear, fluid channel of telepathy, and we can all have these like internal immediate conversations, we have to, we have to work with what we're given. And it, it's such a problem, especially when I see, um, you know, different things like the fact checkers or even just like being forcibly downgrading, being forcibly downgrading our truth to fit their narrative. It's just, it's a little heartbreaking to me because I saw how much, how much stamina we had at the very beginning of this and how incredibly, um, like successive my growth was, especially in such a short period of time. Yeah, and just to see too. it rapidly decline from, you know, 20% down in, in outreach all the way down to 60%. Mm-hmm. You see, oh my gosh, you know, like we really were making waves and we have Michael over here almost at 50,000 followers. That's, that's a big enough threat to really consider um, what, what, what's at stake here. And what it is, is it's freedom, integrity, and honor that comes with learning for yourself in this age of information. So I think I really just kind of want to focalize on the, the future of yeah. censorship and what are we actually going to do about it? Because we can, we can go back and forth saying, um, this is happening, this is happening, and then just continue to withhold and, and bite our tongue. But I think we, we all need to come to the same realization of how serious this is and, and see the red warning signs for ourselves and start to make effort in the other direction. Right. Yes. That's, I love that. Um, yeah, man, I've been stuck at like 49,500 followers for weeks now. We were texting earlier and talking about that. Um, it is frustrating. Like it, it is tough to see that growth stagnate after putting in all the times and hours. Um, but one thing that I have found myself kind of going back to is, okay, now what? Okay, so what? What can I do now? And I could just share with everybody. Um, for the longest time, I was I was operating clear and free, right? I, I was growing consistently. Um, I was growing very rapidly. Um, and I can share with you from my own experience that I think the biggest factor there is the fact that I create original content and I always cite my sources on my posts and in my captions if I have them. Um, so like I try to note on my posts actually where I got the visual or the picture from and then if I'm borrowing information from somewhere I try to always cite that the other thing is that you know I mentioned I try to just steer clear from topics that I know are getting a lot of scrutiny right now right and that's not what my page is for any anyhow right I don't want to post about these controversial conspiratorial topics but some people do and again they should have the right to do that um the the, the big thing that I think this points to for all of us is really learning to be the uh, kind of the, the, you know, the sources of our own truth, so to speak, as opposed to um, becoming so attached to needing social media, which, by the way, is socially engineered to keep you in a low vibration and to keep you addicted and scrolling through the stream. Right. This is both a blessing and a curse, actually, in my opinion, because. Spencer, we're seeing this younger generation that is literally becoming fused with their tech, right? Part of this mm-hmm. larger Agenda 21, Agenda uh, 2030, I believe it is, um, where the goal is really to merge our consciousness with AI. Um, so social media in and of itself, right, is is both, it can be used as a tool, but it can also be very damaging depending on how you look at it. And so um, 
all that to say, yes, we put a ton of time and energy into expressing ourselves through our creative passion and, in my opinion, our purpose. But what can we do? Right? We can start to collectively shift into the space where we are connecting with one another through our thought vibrations and through our heart centers and continue to raise our, our frequency and expand our consciousness on our own. Right? The, you know, you still have your mind as long as you're in control of it you have your heart right you do have the sources that you do rely on and that you do follow um you have others around the world that you can connect to with zoom or with facetime or with texting um and you know i just think one other kind of solution that has been top of mind for me man has, has been um just connecting with other people like even in person right and mm-hmm. and and having others that you can talk to about this stuff because when you don't have that it feels very alone like it, it just feels very lonely so being able to connect with other people and throw around ideas perspectives however that feels right to you um you know do that in the way that's best for you live your life as if you're the only thing that's real i keep coming back to that in my content mm-hmm. but i think it's so true if no one or nothing else is real out there then censorship doesn't even matter anymore it's all you it's all you it's all you how would your perception of life change if you knew that it was all you? That's perfect. And, that, and that's the kind of frame of mind we need because from that level of thinking, you do have full self-awareness, full, lucid, clear self-awareness. And you have the free will to pivot at will and just go as you please. And honestly, that's, that's what kind of brings us back to center and realizing that once you crack the mold and you actually awaken and have your first synchronicities and you start to like, really incorporate the information that we provide um it cuts the leash you know it really it it pushes the eject button and all of a sudden you're outside with a new vantage point looking in and you see all of the the symbolism arise and you see how blatant they are and how sloppy they are with the details and it becomes almost impossible to return to that state of ignorance because now you've transcended this this reality to where you have clear eyes and and open ears that they can't really shake you and that's what they fear the most is how many people we can really um, unplug and disconnect and then actually replug them back in more meaningful environments like nature and incorporating uh, healthful benefits like breath work and you know different real life practices that kind of keep you in your zone in your flow state and that's what they don't want is because once you do that they no longer have control of that individual. So that's why we're seeing this this major increase in censorship overall is because they see how many people are awakening and how much potential that has on their influence and effect on manifesting whatever reality they're trying to manifest. And I think honestly it's a cultural and collective hallucination because those who haven't been able to receive the 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 proper information especially considering um what environment you're immersed in you know if you're if you're entirely if you're like one of those moms on facebook or if you're if you're really 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 mainstream and you're only getting your information from yahoo news or different sources like this you have to see that when they when they inject different concepts that you have no uh recollection or even awareness of to begin with um, they're steering you in a certain direction. You know, they're, they're aligning you up for essentially what is slaughter. And that's the slaughter is your own personality, 
um, constantly feeling your ego with uh, the need for external validation and whatnot. When all we're doing is constantly expanding consciousness by bringing uh, the ideals of sovereignty and free thinking and critical thinking to the masses. And so, just as Michael said, we have to really restore the human connection here. Because now, now that we've surpassed the threshold of the Great Awakening, I feel like we're not only towards the end of the initial catalyst, but we're amidst it as well. Everything going on right now has prepared us for our service here on Earth. And that includes being, you know, very open and speaking mouth to ear and really getting um, the face time you need with your others, with the others that are on the same path as you. Because, you know, you can present all the information to person A, but if they're not ready to actually do the inner work and grow um, from their standpoint, then they'll end up folding back into their old reality. But if you present it to a person B and they they have this kind of sympathetic resonance between uh, the information you're spreading and the ideas they have in their own uh, existence, then all of a sudden you create this beautiful daisy chain of knowledge and it extends further into their reality and everyone they encounter. So that's what they don't want. They don't want this domino effect of, you know, them losing the grip over everything that they've culturally manufactured with the fluoride with the um, with the psychological operations and the brainwashing they they are losing grip and it's scaring them so it's pretty interesting to be on this side of the, the fence and see just how in panic mode they are that they need to censor everyone and everything if it doesn't you know match to a T yes. so basically the best way to combat this is simply to drop very subtle seeds of awareness mm-hmm. in those who are still sleeping and what this does is we're not necessarily convincing everyone to walk the path of awakening and you know self-responsibility but if you drop little seeds of awareness like oh wow they censored the president that's pretty strange mm-hmm. or you know they did this they're not letting me post this you just you leave that there you let it marinate and and they can finally like come to the conclusion for themselves that hey this is this is actually extremely dangerous for, for our, our whole society in, in general because we're losing our creative elements of being to satisfy an agenda that's clearly going against all of our moral, uh, you know, our, our intuition um, that's just streaming and saying, hey, something's wrong here. And if you don't listen into it, you become a part of the system itself and you fold your cards and, and you become small again. And I think, Michael, I, I just want you to speak on this, but you know, actually liberating your mind and uh, transcending the re- this reality with this brand new, fresh set of eyes and this clear mindset to make your own discernment is such a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. And that we need a lot more of it, but it, it all begins with you. So yes. you really have to start with friends, family, even people at the store, the grocery store. It doesn't matter where you are because the more you plant these seeds of awareness, the more they're going to start to flourish and actually change the course of uh, this downward spiraling timeline. Oh, so many gems there. Thank you for sharing all of that. I think as I, as I kind of close up here, um, a few things that I wanted to, to leave everybody on and just to respond to that, pick your battles wisely, guys, right? Um, there is so many things to dip your hand into out there. There are so many sources, right? Uh, if the paradox of choice was ever a thing, 
it's now, right? We can get our news from so many different outlets, right? Um, I personally recommend only using conscious sources. And for me, that's mainly on Instagram. I serve as the purveyor of my own truth, right? With my own heart. I choose where to where to place my attention. I choose what I want to let in to my consciousness because I understand that that is what's going to compose the greater totality of who I am and my view and my vision upon the world, right? So you control what you decide to let in and you control what battles you want to fight. Don't let something in your external reality shift your internal perspective or position um, to the point that it actually shifts you out of your present moment. I talked about that last week. Um, Don't let something that you have comparatively little control over, right? Shake you or anger you, right? Or bring in those fear emotions. That's exactly what they want. And then the other thing that I just want to bring, bring up because one thing I try to do is to bring fresh perspectives is I actually think this is all part of this greater mass awakening that's happening right now. We're seeing themes emerge, right? Not just in the global rhetoric, but in society as a whole around equality, right? Um, You know, with gender equality, with race equality, um, a lot of these kind of coming to the surface in 2020 and more so this year. Um, I think this is just an extension of that, right? I think this is it feels rocky now it feels unfair but but remember anytime you feel nudged you feel like something's unfair you feel like someone's doing something to you right that is you right that's mm-hmm. acting that's you becoming triggered within guys so why are you triggered right what are you missing within where do you have an opportunity right to shift and to evolve and to awaken and so when you can zoom out your perspective again to a planetary or to a system or galactic or universal perspective right you can sort of see how what's happening on this planet right now all of these shifts these mind shifts that perhaps need to happen right to catch people's eye and say wait a second censorship and monitoring of content is a thing right now hmm I wonder why. What does that mean? What is what's what's that about, right? People are starting to get curious, guys. People are starting to look to open their eyes a little bit to do their own research. This is good, right? This is good. Right? If you're sitting in the Andromeda galaxy right now and you're watching what's happening on this planet, yeah, it's a shit show, but it's exciting. There's a movement going on, right? There's a lot mm-hmm. happening, right? Things are lighting up. Um, and we're here immersed in it, so we don't necessarily always see it that way. But what an exciting time to be here, man. It really is. Yeah, beautifully said, and and just just as you did, um, it's anything but boring, that's for sure. And it, it's it, it's funny because we're here. We've seen both sides of the spectrum, you know, when when the censorship was semi-minimal to the full-blown uh, barrage on information that we're getting today. It's like we can see the contrast, especially those who have been awake for quite a while now. And the idea is that basically we we start to practice critical thinking and self-awareness in our own lives. And it kind of accentuates that fact, especially when you're being told what to believe and whatnot and what what you should steer clear of. I've had literal people uh, message me saying, every time I see a fact checker, I know I'm looking at something I should dive deeper into. And I'm like, yes, exactly. That's the whole point of this, you know, while, while they can they can pull the strong arm on us and really you know cover things up with a you know a flick of the hat basically 
they don't realize that by doing so, they're creating a whole, they're breeding a whole new generation of of people who are becoming much more self-conscious and yeah. and just completely actively engaged in their own minds and asking the questions and being critical and thinking for themselves. Yes. This is what it all really ultimately comes back to is that are are you are these thoughts are these concepts coming from your soul or are they emanating from your ego because often when we get triggered there are unresolved aspects of ourselves in need of healing. So all of this when it comes out and you're not fully aware or conscious of what's happening, you can let that completely distort your perspective and and bring you to their mercy, which is exactly what they want. They want to hold and and cradle and lock your mind off in a cold dark room and all we're here trying to do is bring it out into the sunlight. You know, let your pineal gland decalcify, open to the cosmic information, the cosmic instrument that's going around all all the time, especially when we look at things like the Schumann and whatnot, we're getting energy from an external source that even transcends this planet. So mm-hmm. everything that's going on, it all has a doubling effect to it. And I kind of like to think, and Michael, you could probably say the same, is that yeah. when we've when we broke free, we created a new environment, yeah. um, a new set of eyes, a new vantage point to look at that's so vast. And I literally just imagine myself sitting on the very outskirts of the Milky Way, looking right in, and I'm just like, wow. You know, when you get the grand perspective of what's going on, not only do you realize how minuscule and how uh, <laughs> how limiting <laughs> the concepts of you know forcible censorship are, but you see exactly why they're happening, why there is such an effort to prevent people from um, boosting their immunity or getting sunlight, breathing fresh air. It's, yeah. It all relates back to the ultimate agenda of keeping people in perpetual subservience. So mm-hmm. as we close off, I just want to remind everyone that while censorship is very real and exists, it does not control your reality to the extremes because you will always have the law of free will behind your back to make decisions for yourself, to contemplate the depth of your mind yeah. and really mm-hmm. express your truth in your light without prejudice or um, you know any kind of backlash and this is what it is we're sovereign free beings here to live a life that we create so rather than feed the fuel to the fire and allow the collective to go up in flames um, really recenter and focus and think about how potent and powerful your own personal awakening can be especially when observed by others so yeah michael if you want to close this off we got a last minute for us yeah, man. Well said. Well said. Um, I'll be quick and simple. Become the conscious, critical thinker that you are meant to be by awakening from your heart, within your heart, and within and of yourself. I think that's really what it comes down to. Um, you, you know, leverage the tools of what you see, find, and discover around you. But um, ultimately, the the grandest awakening will be within your own heart within your own mind and within your own soul as you become ever more expanded by your experiences in this very narrow very short sliver of time (laughs) that you have and are so so grateful should be grateful and are lucky to have on this planet um you'll look back on this eons from now um and just marvel at who you were what you did and and what you saw and were were a part of i think again it's a really exciting time to be here um and uh you know um 
ultimately it's it's all you it's all you yeah and it, it does always come back to you so remember your truth speak it openly freely and even yep. if you do happen to face the censorship realize that you're not done your mission isn't over Definitely. um when you when you face the backlash or you get resistance if anything you just push harder and you realize that we're here for a reason and the fact that they're feeling threatened <laughs> only validates this purpose within That's it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. My book, Content Capitalist, is on sale now. Grab your copy by visiting my website or tapping the link in the episode description. I also just released the online learning portal, which expands on what I share in the book. This includes four hours of edited, captioned video tutorials and trainings, plus dozens of downloadables and templates. Between the book and the e-academy, you're going to be equipped to literally blow your revenue targets out of the water and eviscerate your competition this year, all by putting content at the core. Please subscribe to the podcast, rate, review, comment, and share all the things and hit me up on LinkedIn if you'd like to connect. I am here to serve you and that's it. I will see you in the next episode.